0: Hey everybody, welcome to Keep Talking Podcast's fitness, health, and mindset series. I'm your host, Sean Tummelson, fitness coach and nutrition nerd, and I love talking about this stuff, and I hope you enjoy listening to it as much as I enjoy talking about it. Enjoy the episode. All right, so a couple comments to start this week's Fitness Friday episode. The first comment is, I wish I had some, like, sort of superpower or some way, maybe it's just more coffee, but to, like, remember things the first time that I read them. I know some of us are, are, you know, better than others, and, like, this applies to anything that we're trying to learn, whether it's, you know, information about exercise, whether it's a new, new language, whether it's whatever, like, I wish I could just read something one time and just get it, because, like, I was, you know, in researching for this article or for this episode, I was just reading some articles about you know which muscle groups uh, you know how certain muscle groups are activated essentially like reminding myself of a lot of things like I feel like it was like the fifth time that I had read certain bits of this information, you know, like getting into really nitpicky stuff, you know, like the different, uh, you know, the different calf muscles, you know, how to work the soleus as opposed to the the gastrocnemius muscle, um, you know, uh, stuff like little little nitpicky stuff like that, that only like a personal trainer, like a real fitness expert is going to even care about. But like, you know, I'm, I'm researching this. And I'm like, I know that I've heard this info before one, two, three, four times. Maybe it'll finally like stick in my head this time. These little nuanced, detailed differences, and I, these little differences. And I feel like anyone who, you know, probably you go to med school or you go to, you do any form of high level study and there's probably a whole bunch of this stuff that you just wish you could memorize the first time, but you can't. <laughs> anyway, I, I, some people do it better than others, but you know, we're, we're on the path, right? And I feel like the more and more we consistently study things and, and then also apply what we learn even more importantly, um, you know, the better we get with it. And then the second comment when I was going to make is just that I wish that Google would stop asking if I'm a robot. I wish that because I'll be like just Googling random things. Like I started off kind of researching for this episode anatomy as it relates to exercise just by pulling up just a, a main article and reviewing literally every major muscle group um, it's a good article, right? But then, of course, it le- led me to start googling other things. You know, like okay, well, wait a minute. How does the activation of this muscle group exactly work in this instant? And so I got like fifteen windows popped up. And then you do like you know you do five or ten windows open, and all of a sudden Google pulls the Are you a robot thing? Please check all the images that have crosswalks, or check all the images that have buses. Keep clicking until there's none left keep clicking all the ones until there's no more streetlights. It's like, fuck! How many, pardon my French, but like, it's hard to even tell which one has the streetlight. Are you counting that square over there as the streetlight one or not? I don't know, alright? They all almost have a streetlight. <laughs> the robot probably knows better than I do anyway, so you're not going to fool your robot, okay? Give me one of those CAPTCHA things. That works better. No, but <laughs> alright, so, Google, I'm not a robot. I swear. This is not an AI recorded episode either. This is not a deep fake. This is not chat GPT. Alright, this is me. Sean. All right. Keep talking podcast. Okay, so let's talk about the importance of truly understanding anatomy to improve our physique and just to get the body we want. Because I've explained a lot of times in this podcast before that my journey has been this is in, in fitness. You know, I was always fairly lean overall, but I, I struggled to put on a lot of muscle. Um and, and a big okay, a big aspect of this before I even get into the anatomy portion. A big, big aspect of getting the body we want and building more muscle is nutrition. I've talked in a ton of other episodes about uh, it's mainly about getting the right amount of protein and the right amount of total calories to, to bulk up to build that muscle, okay? Um, you can argue that nutrition is more important than the exercises themselves. You can do all the right exercises in the world. If you're not eating right, you're not going to be building muscle, and vice versa, you're not going to be burning fat either. Um, But putting nutrition aside, sleep is also extremely important as well, putting nutrition and sleep aside, let's talk about understanding how to exercise the right way and truly understanding anatomy uh, and really how to target different muscle groups to actually get the body we want. Because I think a lot of times what will happen is, you know, We'll work out We're trying to change our body In a certain way Like let me just use Okay What I'm going to use Is that Like that V-shape look You know That's that's that look that uh, you know particularly with males it's it's the look that we supposedly want right you got the big broad shoulders and slender waist you know it's that it's that movie star look that people talk about i don't know if you guys have ever followed Greg o. gallagher from from kino body he's a very famous fitness influencer and extremely strong in his own right this guy is he, and he's all natural too no steroids um and i'm all natural as well no steroids either just to point that out but this guy he crushes it and he has a huge huge following but he always talks about that it's the it's the movie star body that we're going after right it's the big broad shoulders, the big upper body, you know, upper chest, broad shoulders, upper back, slender waist, okay, that's what we're going for, right, in general, in general, and I think it was finally learning, just understanding, um, some of these, particularly these smaller muscle groups that we may not think about that much, that really made me, that really has made the difference, because now, I finally have added about 20 pounds of muscle, um, you know probably mostly upper body muscle um, also i mean i have strong legs as well but probably mostly upper body muscle Um, that I've added over the past about two and a half years. Um, And it was something that as much as I used to exercise, you know, in my 20s and even right around the age of 30, I just never was able to do because I didn't have an understanding, well, number one, of how to properly eat. And then number two, of how to actually target certain muscle groups. We just go, you know, work out and do all this stuff. But if you don't properly understand anatomy or have a proper trainer who's going to tell you how, you're not going to target these certain muscle groups the right way. And like, just to give an example, so... You know, these upper body muscles. This is one thing that I always tell people, particularly other guys who are in kind of the same situation. You know, I know a lot of guys who are fairly, uh, you know, fairly lean and slender. You know, it's not, it's not an excess fat issue, but they don't have a lot of upper, upper body muscle. You know, like, okay, not to, like, throw my brother under the bus, but, like, it was, like, maybe two years ago, a year or two ago, he told me this. And we have a similar enough physique. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm bigger now. I'm heavier. He used to be heavy when he was playing college football. But I think it was, like, two years ago. He was. Um, what was he telling me? He's like, you know, he's probably 190 pounds, roughly, about six foot one, six foot two, and he's like. Yeah, I just want to, I want a look that like people take one look at me and be like, oh yeah, that dude works out. Like I want want that to be like immediately obvious because he says, you know, I'm in pretty good shape and he obviously worked out at the time, but it's just not that obvious, right? It's not that obvious because I don't have enough of an, an upper body, a big upper body, an obvious upper body for people to know, you know, and it's the shoulders, the arms, the upper back, the upper chest, stuff like that. And, um, you know, me finally over about the past year, year and a half, I've started getting comments like, and this is something that I never got before because I was always in that similar physique with him, you know, about six foot two, 190, 195 pounds, you know, lean and everything, you know, have a bit of muscle if I take my shirt off, but I wouldn't walk in a room and people would notice, you know, now generally I walk into a room and people are like, whoa, damn, you know, that dude's jacked, right? Um, And I've just, you know, I've done this over the last two years just by understanding better macronutrients, eating it a better way to build muscle, training in a better way to build muscle, and also just getting proper sleep, okay? And so, but there's a lot of guys out there like that, and I was like that from the age of about 18 to 32, is, you know, you're you're lifting weights and everything, you're pretty lean, you have some muscle, but just nobody really notices. It's not really enough upper body muscle to notice. And when we're talking about building upper body muscle, getting that kind of V-shaped look... You know, there's an overemphasis on arms sometimes. You know, yes, having uh, biceps and triceps that are, you know, big and strong. Uh, you know obviously that that looks good it helps forearms maybe even more important actually supposedly women are even more attracted to forearms than like biceps and triceps Um, but I I would argue that the shoulders are maybe the most important thing you know it's the it's the upper chest the 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 upper back just the whole back in general and the shoulders and for me it's been really understanding how to work all of the shoulder muscles properly um, and just the anatomy of the shoulder and all the rest of those muscles but particularly the shoulders to really get more of that v-shaped look where you kind of walk into a room and people are like whoa okay you know that dude's pretty big (laughs) um and by the way this is not just a guy's thing obviously women you know it's okay i I could do a whole other episode on like why women should lift weights uh because you're not going to end up looking like some arnold schwarzenegger bodybuilder okay like you're just going to have a good lean looking physique right um and i think a lot of women are understanding this nowadays that they should be trying to develop those upper body muscles shoulders and everything i'm talking about but anyway you know for me it was learning about okay how do we target things because the deltoid muscle itself right that's that that big main shoulder muscle it's kind of a, a goofy shaped muscle it's almost like a triangular shape and it's got like three heads okay so it's got the the anterior part that's in the front the lateral part or the medial or side or whatever you want to call it, and then the posterior part in the back, okay? And the, the the way that the anterior deltoid, the front part, is worked is in a lot of the typical shoulder exercises. This might be an overhead press. This might be a shoulder, you know, dumbbell shoulder press. It's activated also in chest movements like the bench press. It's activated when doing like tricep dips, um, those are the main exercises that target it, and so it's really it's really easy and common to target just because any big pushing movement or overhead movement, we're we're using that anterior delt and some of the side delt too as well. Um, but anyway, it's but it's a little bit trickier to target that side delt and especially that rear delt. And actually, the rear delt has been one for me that's been very important in. Um, preventing a recurring I- injury that I had because I know I had very very weak rear delts. It's like a tongue twister. Very weak rear delts. Very weak rear delts up until about a year or two ago. Started training it a lot more. Not only does it improve the look and get more of that V-shape, but it also has helped me prevent injury just because one of the biggest things we can do to prevent injury is strengthen surrounding muscles um, when we're performing a lot of these big major compound lifts. So anyway, targeting things like the lateral delt and the rear delt. That's actually the first thing that I often tell guys when they say you know i want to get some bigger shoulders i want to get that bigger upper body that v-shaped look it's like okay i know you're already lifting because most of them are already lifting they're like i'm lifting what do i do i'm like i bet i already know this guy is probably doing some push stuff definitely does some shoulder press some overhead press it's probably not an uh, you know a problem of activating the anterior delt it's probably those rear delts and side delts okay so doing things for like the rear delts and the side delts so for the side delt the lateral delt i mean probably the (laughs) The, the, the biggest go-to exercise is just a lateral raise, okay? Now, a lateral raise can be done with dumbbells. You should be doing a very light resistance. I mean, to be doing with more than, like, 10-pound dumbbells, I'll maybe go up to 12, maybe to 15, but, like, never more than that. Why? Because a lateral raise is essentially when you start with, let's, let's, let's take dumbbells in this case. We can do it with, like, a resist, resistance band as well. But if you're doing it with dumbbells, you start with the dumbbells down basically at your sides, and then you're lifting them. Um, you know, you're standing up, dumbbells down at your sides, arms are straight, and you're lifting them with just a slight bend in the elbow, but not much, you're lifting both dumbbells up to the point where they're parallel with the ground, okay, and you're doing this basically just using the lateral deltoid, the side of that deltoid muscle, okay, now, um, if you do it with too heavy of weight, you're going to inadvertently activate a lot of the other muscles and you probably won't even be using the actual lateral delt. Um, the same thing actually applies to the rear delt. You might do exercises like a reverse cable fly or um, like a seated. It's almost hard to like describe the names of these exercises because some of them have like long-winded names but like where you're sitting on an incline bench but you have your chest against the bench and then you're, you have the dumbbells starting down underneath you And you do a a fly motion, but backwards, isolating the rear delts. Man, it's tricky to describe. I feel like I should have a better better name for that exercise. Does anybody have a better name for that exercise? They just call it the incline bench reverse delt fly, rear, rear delt flies. Jesus, I don't even know. But anyway, okay, you know, Google rear delt exercises, and Google will give you better exercise names with photos of these ones that I'm talking about, okay? But it's about isolating these, the you know, these muscle groups, okay, the rear delt, the lateral delt, hugely important in getting that upper body look that we want. And this is the understanding of anatomy that I'm talking about that a lot of us don't have. Even me, when I, you know, started as a personal trainer, got on this journey about two years ago, Um you know, I've been exercising for a long time, but I just didn't really understand, you know, some of the important parts of anatomy about how some of these muscle groups work, right? Um, and then, you know, among the other upper, upper body muscles, you have the traps, the trapezius muscles, which are actually worked in a lot of different ways you know a lot of people think because essentially what the traps do is they they pull the shoulders upward okay they're also important in you know neck rotation and any neck movements um but the trapezius muscle is actually you know because when people think of traps right if you think of someone who has big traps you probably think of like an nfl player like takio spikes or something like that some guy that's got these like freaking huge bumps in the side of his neck you can like barely even tell it's a neck because the traps come up so high now that's the upper part of the trap the trapezius Muscle is actually a very long muscle that runs along the spine on both sides, and the top of it is up there by the neck, but it goes down all the way almost to the bottom part of the back. And the most common exercise that people probably think of when they think of like the trapezius is a shoulder shrug, like a dumbbell or a barbell shoulder shrug, which is good. You know that works the traps. There's a lot of other ones that you can do as well. I actually like using deadlifts. I mean, the deadlift is maybe just like the best overall exercise. Period, um, but for working the traps as well, um, you know, lots of different ways to work it. But just really understanding the anatomy, and obviously, I'm not going to, you know, like go over every major muscle group in this in this podcast episode to try to describe it. But the, what I want you guys to take away from this is that if you really, really want to build a certain look. Uh, You do have to understand. I mean, just general exercise and eating well will get you to look pretty good. But if you want to build, let's say, a V-shaped looking upper body, right, where you have still a fairly slender waist um, and then, you know, very well-developed shoulders, upper chest, upper back, you know, and obviously some arms as well. You have to really understand a little better the anatomy and then also how to isolate some of these smaller muscle groups because these are some of the tough ones to hit that we kind of neglect. I always just really go towards the rear delts and the side delts because those are so like underused and underdeveloped in our modern society especially since most of us are like hunched over on computers all day myself included which is why like literally throughout the day i'll do little hard to describe how to do these on the podcast but i'll do little um you know shoulder and rear delt kind of mobility exercises throughout the day when i'm taking like a two minute work from or two minute work from break two minute break from work I'll go stand up against the wall and do a little shoulder mobility, something like that. Like I'm always trying to to be activating some of these key target muscle groups that we neglect in day-to-day life. Um, and yeah, muscle activation is a whole other topic. Like how do you connect to a muscle if you're struggling with it? God, yeah, lots of top, lots of subtopics here. But anyway, um, just think through that. Try to learn a little bit more about the true anatomy of how each muscle group works. If you really want to get that that look, take your look to the next level, and then eat well and sleep well, and you'll get there. All right, that's all I got for you today. Love y'all. Talk again soon. Peace. Thank you for listening to this episode. I hope you enjoyed it and learned something valuable. For daily workouts, fitness tips, nutrition advice, mindset advice, you can follow me on Instagram at Sean underscore Tumelson. That's S-E-A-N underscore T-U-M-I-L-S-O-N. For more information about Keep Talking, you can follow Keep Talking on Instagram. That is K-E-E-P-T-A-L-K-I-N-G-C-O.